Your local tyre power. Save on selected Falcon passenger tyres. Buy three, get one free at tyre power. Everybody is talking about MG at Mount Barker Auto Group in the Adelaide Hills. Coming soon. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Let's go. 25 minutes to seven. We are live in SENSA Studio Lumo. Powered by Lumo Energy from an Australian-owned company, Mark Bickley, having a look outside on King William Street this morning. The tram goes past. It's going to be a beautiful day. We always think that it looks cold outside, but then you step Far outside. Far cold it's, today. Oh, my goodness. Let's have a look at the SEN Spotlight. I think that your time is done, and I think that the spotlight should go on top of me. Yeah. Yes, indeed, the spotlight, uh, the SEN spotlight. And Kimbo and Roach last night having a discussion. Kimbo raised whether we should be putting a little bit more emphasis on the pre-season cup. Bring it back and, I guess, uh, put some gravitas behind it. I'm an advocate for it, Roach. I think it's been pretty Mickey Mouse and all over the shop in recent years. Uh, I understand, and to me, it was a vocal minority that poo-pooed the pre-season competition because some clubs weren't taking it as serious as they should. Other people couldn't get their heads around that, of course, senior players are going to be rested when it's a pre-season competition, but it was still club a club against club and there was a bit hanging on it, whereas it doesn't seem to be as much now. I can't understand why we wouldn't bring it back, have a round-robin type competition of three games and then the two best sides at the end of that. And so a four-week pre-season. Yep. Mm, there you go, Kimbo, four-week pre-season. I think that I would rather go the other way. I think uh, there's uh, a couple of practice matches which we're playing. We're going to have one serious hit out. This is all clubs against opposition with um, umpires and there's yep. a couple of you know, the different variations of rules and there's four umpires. I think the, um, the season is getting longer. Uh, we've increased it by one game this year with the gather round. I think what would be better is let's have – no serious hit outs. And let's let's go into the season. Like we're, we're going to watch Adelaide play uh, Fremantle tonight and say, oh, I wonder how Adelaide are going to go. And there's a bit of interest in that. Imagine if we're going into round one with actual points on the end of it, not really knowing what your team's going to produce, not really knowing, are North Melbourne going to improve? What are Hawthorne going to be like? Mm. Can uh, Geelong still be hungry again? What are their recruits like? I think it creates... Um, real interest the other way where it builds anticipation and it's not it's not totally new because Formula One what do they have one practice session and then bam they're into it so I I hear what Kim's saying and Kim's saying for the best preparation of the team yes it probably would be have three really um, high quality hit outs and you get an opportunity to look at all your young players I think sometimes and the BBL is a good example of this less is more the one advantage of the preseason comp, whether it's official under what it used to be with the Wizard Cup or the Ansett Cup, what I loved about it is it took the AFL to regional areas where they probably wouldn't have as many opportunities mm-hmm. to see AFL teams play. The other thing is if you are removing um, practice matches or preseason matches and just restricting them to internal trials, does that mean we have an expectation that the first five rounds of the AFL season might be pretty scrappy? Because there's a difference between playing an internal trial and playing against opposition, which we'll find over the next few days with the, the Crows and Port playing free on West Coast. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm not so sure. I reckon round one, 
um, what you'll do is you'll play those internal trials. Uh, you have you can have a trial match like this this week where it's a six quarter. You play against another club, so you can test your tactics. But it's not four quarters. It's not time on. It's not all the the bells and whistles. But and um, match sim these days, they can replicate anything pretty much at the, on their training. So they'll, they'll get themselves organised. And isn't that what we're about? Isn't, aren't we trying to see who's the best team, who can prepare the best? And if you're scrappy because you're a bit rough, uh, you know, in the first three or four rounds, we'll get yourself organised. Train harder. Be better. So when you were playing then, if you were doing an internal trial and then you go play a, an opposition the following mm-hmm. week, I'll use Sam Pepper as an example from Friday at Alberton. I saw him going in really hard like mm-hmm. it was an actual game. But I still think there'd be a little bit of a, a mentality of I don't want to injure one of my teammates. Is that an accurate statement or you don't think about that when you're playing? Um, it, it's There's probably you know, a 1% type arrangement where you don't, you know, if a player's backing back and you're coming out, you're not going to absolutely go full full throttle and, and run through him. So I get that. But players, they learn to switch that on and switch that off, I think. And I don't know. I just feel like um, let's, let's build the anticipation. Let's uh, have the 23 games that we're playing. Let's, let's make them the absolute showcase. Uh, and if it means we take three or four out at the start, um, I think that can only be a good thing. Yesterday, SENWA had a chat to Nathan Van Berlo from the Crows about their expectations moving into 2023. Oh, look, we we want to keep growing our game, Tim, and that's and and we firmly believe that if we if we play to our best and we we stay fit and healthy and we give ourselves the best chance, there's no reason why we can't compete with the best sides in the comp and and put ourselves up and around that finals contention. Um, you know, last. Last couple of years, we've lost a number of games by two goals or less. That Had we won those, we put ourselves in a completely different predicament. I mean, you look at Collingwood last year, for example, but what we've been building in our game the last couple of years is you know, our want and ability to stay in the fight uh, and be really hard to play against. So we're hoping that that you know, underpins our game and that we can now add a bit of polish to our game that hopefully you know, um, gets us more of those positive results uh, and the confidence in the group grows. And then you just never know. Yeah, there you go. Nathan Van Berlo. You just never know. And as he, he used Collingwood as an example, when Craig McRae took over, they were 17th and they were end, ended up being one point away from playing a grand final. So they're hoping that um, they can improve at a faster rate than everyone else. Nathan mentioned lost a lot of games by under two goals, you know, hoping to flip those results around. Port Adelaide, very similar. We mm. talked about them. It's going to be interesting, isn't it? It just goes to show really fine margins between teams. It, it, it can literally be, can you nail two or three of those close games and, and that can be the difference between playing finals and not. Also had a chat about uh, one of the prize recruits in the AFL this season for the Crows. It's Isaac Rankin. He definitely will be in and around the ball uh, a lot more than what he had been at, at the Gold Coast Suns. It was sort of something that he really wanted to do coming to, to our footy club. Uh, and he spent the whole summer training with, uh, the midfield group, and he spent time forward as well, obviously learning the craft and the, the systems that we have ahead of the ball. Um, but he's got a skill set, and um, I guess just more or less his polish around the footy when he gets the ball in hand and his cleanliness at ground level makes him um, a weapon that we want to have up and around the footy. So, um, you know, we'll no doubt showcase hopefully a bit of that on, on Friday. Where we- 
There you go. I think that's a good move. We saw a little bit of it. Um, it's weather. It's always going to be a balancing act. I think there's going to be a lot of arguments in the coach's box. The forward coach is going to be saying, give me Rankin up forward. And the midfield coach is going to be saying, yeah, let me play him in the midfield because um, what we saw on the weekend, kick five goals as a forward. Now, he might be great around the ball, but there's not many small guys who can kick you a handful of goals. And, and if a small forward's kicking five, you'd win probably 90% of those games. So uh, if he plays in the midfield and he has let's say he has 15 touches through the midfield and goes forward and kicks one goal, is that the best value for money? Or is he better off having eight touches, a la Charlie Cameron for Brisbane, mm. and kicking four goals, uh, do you get more bang for your buck? So that'll be the balancing act that Adelaide will be trying to find. Text come through 0427 Thanks to Tyre Power, Australia's biggest independent tyre retailer. This is from Brad who says, Sorry, Kimbo, you are living in the past with the preseason comp. Might have been the way back in the 80s when he played Sandful, but Bix's idea is much better. Extend the actual season. Had a few more texts coming through about the Redbacks. We haven't even spoken about them yet, which, I mean, we're a little bit nervous about speaking about the Redbacks again. We'll do that next and also have a chat to Daniel, who's given us a call. It's 16 minutes to 7.